Good day to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. I am here again. My name is Gabriel Adebayo. I want to continue in the uh, series that I've started with you about identity crisis. My goodness. This, this topic is so deep. Um, the more I read about it, the more I, the more I get to understand some things that I thought I knew before, but I get to realize that I, I didn't know it. And I must say, I'm not afraid to say that I didn't know it. But the more you read, particularly the Word of God, the more you understand more. Passages of the Bible that I've read before that I never paid attention to now become more clear to me on this topic of identity crisis. I I know most of us are very familiar with this phrase, and sometimes we seldomly and jokingly just just use it um, without any meaning. But the reality of this is identity identity crisis is real. It's real in everybody's life, particularly in Christian's life. I want to talk now as a pastor. I'm not talking as in general. Identity crisis to me, according to the Word of God, is something that makes us to question so many things that we don't get the answer until we get to God. Have you ever been asked, who are you? And you try to define yourself by what you have achieved, um, things that you have gotten in life, the school that you go to, and in a nutshell, try to tell them your biography, but this is who I am. Mm. But before all that, who who are you? And so this is the question that plagues us. This is the question that we we just, we couldn't stop asking ourselves or being asked. If you define yourself by the school you go to, how about the people that didn't go to school? If you define yourself by and the family that you come from, the rich, the famous. How about the people that come from the family that are not rich and famous? But you realize that it is not a guarantee that because you come from a family that is famous and, and better, uh, guarantees your success. <clears throat> I don't think so. Because if you trace back to those families, you realize that there is someone, there is someone who is spoiling that family. Yeah, there is always someone who is spoiling a family. Um, in the same way that the poor family also raise up and they fight and they get through. So here is a question that we ask ourselves, who am I? Who am I? Even at a time in life of um, Moses, he asked, he asked God, who are you? Who are you? Because he wanted to know what kind of God he's, that, 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 that's talking to him. Moses, Moses grew up among many gods in Egypt. Among many gods. They have God of water. They have God of uh, uh, barrenness. They have God for all kinds of things. So when the Lord God began to speak to Moses, Moses wanted to know, wait, 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 wait. What, who are you? And God says, ah, I am that I am. <laughs> God quickly identify himself to Moses. So the question now is, this is the question that we ask um, someone or we ask ourselves, who are you? Actually, when you're angry with your spouse or your boyfriend, you say, I don't know you, who are you now? (laughs) 
I don't know, this is not who you are. I always say, this is not who we are. So who am I is one of the questions. Then after that, you graduated from that question and you ask yourself, who do I want to be? These are questions, ladies and gentlemen, that dig to our very core. And sometimes we feel very pressure about our identity. How to define our identity? We feel very pressure. And it's more dangerous. The problem of this is that in a more dangerous one uh, than the other. And and one of the dangerous things is, is what we build our identity on. Do you know that some people now that are living on false identity? False identity. And they think um, they are. Yesterday I spoke to you about uh, natural man. And today I want to continue in that same state of natural man. How do we become that? And how do we get out of that before we get to the next stage of the next category? Um, the kind of uh, uh, people in the world. I share with you that uh, I only discovered three types of uh, people, um, kind of people in the Bible. And one of them is that natural man that I I was speaking to yesterday, which is by nature to define us as as, uh, um, as as a sinner, as a sinner. Either you are a man or a woman, you are going to encounter, or maybe you will be the one that, if you are not careful, you will build your identity on foundation that can only crumble under pressure under pressure whatever foundation you are going to start start with truth open up this is who I am you accept me as I am because later sooner or later the truth will be identified and when the truth is identified then what do you where do you find yourself and the fact that we and the fact that we lie in the beginning of this does not make us to keep on lying. I've read stories of uh, pastors and leaders who started with you know, little lies, they call it, and then it continued to be bigger lies. And you know one thing about lies is that uh, you lie to cover lie, you lie to cover lie, then you now become um, what they call pathological liar. And that's the that's 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 the that's the worst part of it. So, under this natural man, there are some areas that we must not build our foundation on. If you want to get out of the natural man, which is the sinful man, because by nature we we are that. By nature we can we can say that we are that perfect. No, we are. We're not. By nature, we are we are we are we are sinners. In sin, the mother conceive us. In sin, the mother conceive us. In sin, that we leave. That's why you can't teach a, a young uh, little boy not to lie. Johnny just stole the cookie and eat the cookie, and the mother walks into the kitchen and says, "Johnny, did you touch the cookie?" And Johnny looked the mother in the eye straight and said, "Mm-mm." without opening his mouth. <clears throat> and yet the crumbles of the cookie are all over his uh, his mouth. Nobody thought Johnny how to lie. Johnny just thought 
I could get away with this. So the, by nature, that's who we are. We we are we we are deprived. We are sinner by nature. It means that no matter how God can, no matter how good we are, we cannot measure up to the standard of God because of our sin. We cannot measure to that to that standard. So this is this is where um, I want to continue in that. So by nature, we build our identity around sin. Around sin, if you don't quickly get out of it, you um, you build your nature around sin. Especially when you live in in a country where so many things has been re, redefined. Should I even say the world in general? Um, look at what is going on now in in, uh, in football. I mean, soccer game that is held in Qatar. And look at what the uh, people of Qatar are saying concerning what they don't want, what they want. Look at the opposite direction where we're taking this to. So, it's very obvious uh, that the whole world is under this curse of identity crisis. But let's think about it before we just dismiss it and move on. Um, So many men and women have built identity around their own sin. We are. I, I know. I know we are, and there's not just that about that. I am one of them. I know I should trust the Lord in what I do, but I just worry by nature. And you too worry by nature. Taking our sin and incorporating it into identity is so subtle, so easy to do, that we often don't even notice we've done that. We incorporate our sin into, into our prayer. We incorporate our worry into our prayer. So when we talk to God, we don't we don't ask God, we command God. <laughs> so so the question now is how do I get out of this? The truth is Jesus has already set us free from our sin the moment and the time we we give our life unto him. So to continue to identify ourselves with sin after we have placed all our trust in Jesus Christ is to tell a lie about Christ. Because the Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 6, verse 6, uh, it says, We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we will no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. You heard that. We know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. That's a fact. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death, for the death he died to sin once and for all. For the life he lives to God. So you must consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God in Christ. That's Romans 6, verses 6 to 11. So now, whether we're telling ourselves we can change or just sending mixed signals to the watching world about whether God has really transformed us, building our identity on the foundation of sin, tell lies about redeeming, transforming power of God, this foundation will not stand. It will crumble, except if we change it to the other side. Don't build your foundation around sin. Don't uh, fake it till you make it. No, don't, don't do that. It's a false identity. Because what you are portraying outside is not who you are. If you if you live like that, and I mean you you 
you wear all this thing outside and, and inside you don't even have you don't even have a dime in your account you can't compare yourself to people who do that who have some money to save up somewhere I heard a man one time uh, uh, say to me at the gym he says if you keep saving $100 every month you know how much that is going to be at the end of the year you know how much that is going to be when you are a certain age that's how you become a millionaire there had to be a discipline so this is part of the identity crisis also everyone wants to portray themselves to be something that we are not we want to portray ourselves to be something that we are not and and the reality of that is that it cannot be so so instead of doing that let's build our identity around around god not our, not around our own righteousness because some of us under this natural thing under this natural nature under this nature of man we want to build we tend to build our identity around our own righteousness and that's nothing but a pitfall <laughs> there's no righteousness in us you better know that there's no righteousness the bible tells in the book of ephesians chapter 2 which is one of our which is one of our one of my best passage uh, ever uh, that becomes the articles of our faith in our church for by grace we have been saved through faith and this is not our own doing you hear that this is not your own doing it is the gift of god god gave us as a gift not as a result of works so that no one may boast for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them so this is this is what god gave us there's no righteousness The Bible tells in the book of Isaiah chapter 64 verse 6, we have all become like our own, like one who is unclean, and all our righteousness deeds are like a polluted garment, filthy garment. So when you look at that, you understand that there is no foundation that can be built on 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 our own righteousness and make us through. We cannot get it through with that. So don't build your foundation on your own righteousness it is no righteousness in us these people that go to church and think that new converts are sinners or people that go to church uh, and look outside and think that everyone is a sinner we're still sinners we're, we're still going to god we're asking him to make us all i hate when people say i've been i've been in the church all my life oh please be quiet that'll make you a saint no because church is not a, it's not a museum for the saint no no it it's a place for sinners so don't you think when you come to church okay i'm a saint now no no we're still all struggling and our struggling continues you better believe that so this is where i'm going to stop for now i'm going to continue with this um, in a couple of hours that i will hope you will join me this is a very interesting topic and i'm saying this to prepare you for the beginning of the journey of 2023 if only you can know that there is so much in stock for you that God has reserved for you you will not want to mess up anything so meet me in the third part of this identity crisis um, i mean in the fourth part this is the third part uh meet me in the fourth part of this identity crisis where we will uh continue um how we can what can we do then what is the true foundation But before then I'm going to tell you a second kind of people in the Bible. I hope to see you there. God bless you and good day again.